Stop. Don't make me laugh. Yeah, you some flowers. She's good at shit. I'm not going to eat them during the whole, uh, whole episode. Yeah, I guys, if you here. That's Carter. Just chowing down on sunflower seeds. Like yeah, they're really business. my vice. They're the reason why my blood pressure is going to be like... 7,000. <laughs> However, you measure blood pressure, like it's going to be at like 7,000, whatever. Them Jones is just like 100% sodium, like nothing else. You know, they call blood pressure the silent killer, especially in African American households. I, mean, I don't want to, I didn't mean to sound dark. I'm oh, just, no, I mean, it's fine with me. Huh? Take me out quietly. You're so dark. <laughs> There's no point in me trying to censor it. Like, oh, I don't want to sound dark. You'd be like, yeah, to fucking take me out, my nigga. Like, it's fine. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, take me out tonight. Take me dancing tonight. Mm. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I'm just comfortable with death. That's you, Playboy? Sure. <laughs> Hello. Don't listen to anything. <laughs> welcome to this week. Listen. Welcome to this week's... Oh, but I'm... <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of the Fine Malt Liquor Podcast, hosted by one of two people. Yours truly, Scandalous Mimi, aka Scandalous Thick Me. I don't sound enthusiastic, guys. Let me tell you something. Cramps is kicking my ass right now. Is that TMI? Probably. But fuck them kids. But I just, I just, I'm just tired. This shit started up like three hours ago, and I'm in like constant pain. So I don't yeah. feel like anybody's ever happy to see themselves bleed unless it's like a period, <laughs> and you didn't know you was being risky for like the past like couple weeks, and you was like, yes. But like, you know, I don't mind periods because it's just one more month that I'm not pregnant. But my nigga, it hurts. Nigga, it's a whole. And you know, I'm trying to be like, I'm trying to be like, you know, holistic, and not take modern medicine or like avoid modern medicine, like ibuprofen. Yeah, you take a CMOS, even though I do fuck with CMOS, my body. You take a CMOS, vitamin C. What else? Them hoes have niggas be taking. Isn't there like a ginkgo? Isn't there? I don't fucking know. The ginkgo. I believe in I'm trying to think. It's like a thing for like memory, like help with your memory and stuff. I don't know official. Ginkgo something. Yeah, but like I'm trying not to like take medication for it, but like it just it be kicking my ass. Because like, white man's medicine. Hmm. For, for real though, is the white man is not the white man's medicine? Ah! <laughs> oh my god. Okay, guys, I'll be okay. Thank you. If you guys are asking, like, oh my god, girl, I hope she's okay. It's your flu game. Hmm. It's your flu game, like Jordan. This is my flu game. Yeah. Oh my god, you think I'm gonna have your red game? A... That's okay. <laughs> Uter wall saying Sue. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Alongside my lovely co-host, Kata. Wow. Lovely might be a stretch. Okay, I guess my unlovely co-host. I don't really know what you want me to say. Isn't that how they usually introduce? Yeah, like, I'm alright. Hmm? Right, I'm sorry, okay. Excuse me. Alongside my alright guy, co-host Carter. <laughs> Give them your AKs. Yeah, AKA Hustle Harder Carter, AKA Private Bata Sage by your daughter, AKA the nigga that you called to ask, did you reboot the computer? Okay. 
because you're icy. Yeah, the fact that's like 95% of my job is like, all right, did you restart it? Or did you unplug the Wi-Fi and wait 10 seconds to replug it in? Yep. Yeah, my mom Every thought day. I had a career in like IT because of that. I'm just like, girl, just. No, it's just basic troubleshooting. That's literally what the cable box says. It's like, unplug it, wait 10 seconds, I don't know, heat up a hot pocket or something, and then replug it again. That's why they made that that automation thing because like we're not going to have our techs waste their time if you can just solve this problem by doing this that's all you have to do i still want to speak to representative so they can tell you hey if you just unplug it for 10 seconds and but plug if i it already tried in, to unplug it for 10 seconds and put it back in to restart it well that's different oh, sounds like sex guys like wow you know it doesn't <laughs> just dick everywhere no it didn't <laughs> So they say that that's like men's way of like running away from pussy because like, you know, if you feel like you're about to bust, don't you pull out and then eat it really quick and then put it back in? I mean, I pull out because I don't want a child. But like, you know what I'm trying to say. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess that's the equivalent. I mean, like, I guess that would be like a fair equivalent. I don't know. I think it is. I mean... Is it, or are we just trying to avoid childbirth? Like, which is it? Uchi Wally's or one mic? The birth control plan B is always the way. Shout out to Sprint Tech, my nigga, holding it down for however many years I've been on it. I remember I used to keep Plan B in the trunk. My brother actually has emergency Plan Bs just in case. As a matter of fact, smart man. I, I think like some type of I want to say it's Women's Health had. A ten dollar off coupon in mm-hmm. the bat in the magazine, and he like, you know, photocopied it. So he got uh, you. Got dudes, you got to do. <laughs> you got to make sure. I respect the fact that he's trying to be like ahead of the game or whatever. But kids becoming, I don't think anyone's really prepared to have kids. I think once the process is happening, then you kind of have to like be prepared. But I don't think. Anyone. You're never pre- you're, like you're never prepared. It's a wild card. Like you could think you you could be as prepared as you want, but if you ask any parent, they'll tell you like you're never fully prepared for like what having a kid is. It's just it's a wild card. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what is going to happen. It's the unknown, unknown. Like you could never be maybe financially in things. I don't even know financially. I guess financially you could be, but I mean, you just you're prepared financially. But I believe like as far as just like no it is but like as far as just like being equipped i kind of feel like being a parent is something you learn so like i don't feel like anybody's ever quote unquote equipped to be a parent i think it's something that you learn over time so like either you learn or you don't right and parenting is different now there are people that have kids and just never learn so like yes you're probably not after your first run like you're probably not equipped at that point then yeah, like you're probably not equipped to be a parent. But I don't think there's ever just like cases where just flat out you're not equipped to be a parent because things things change, you know, and you have to, at least from what I've been told from people who are parents, like it's a learning process. Like you have to learn like how to parent. Like it's it's different. People have different parenting styles. Everybody's child is different. Like it's just like a whole learning curve. You plan on having kids? I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Like, I'm kind of cool with, like, not having them. Like, I wouldn't mind having them, but I'm also fine with just, like, being able to pick up and leave and not have, like, this little shit. Just, Daddy! <laughs> love me! Ah! <laughs> oh, it's fucked up. It's not like, as look, funny as it should be. But, like, I don't know what why I made. I like, all right, nigga, like, you, you scribbled on some paper. You like, get the fuck out here. Like, my niece 
was just there was a time where she was just 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 scribbling on a whole bunch of sheets of paper and she's like daddy mimi look and i still have them because i just i don't know i feel like i don't want to say it's like a a curse but i just feel like nothing good comes from you throwing kids artwork away so yes i have all like that 17 should not go in the fridge drawings like <laughs> i have all 17 drawings that my niece drew for me and that um macaroni whatever beaded necklace that she made me i think it was just regular beads i don't wear it but i have it because you shouldn't do that to kids but i don't really like i just feel like being a parent being fake enthused is like so tired <laughs> like they do the most well, basic shit and you gotta be happy about it <laughs> you have to be like oh my god and then when they want like, to like, like have fake tea parties, like, like yeah dickhead like i've been doing this for like 20 <laughs> Imagine being like a chef and then like your kid make you fake food and you just disgust it on some Gordon Ramsay. It's like, like first of all, you oh didn't even God, prep Dad, it right. Like you didn't even you didn't even fillet it right. Like first Here's an egg. This is terribly scrambled. Like the <laughs> The yolk is still mad runny. There's no salt. It's under seasoned. I don't know. I I've kind of thought about it, but I've always said and my mom thinks I'm like I don't think she's think I'm crazy. I feel like she's never been the type of person to press me for kids because my one brother decided to have all the grandkids for the whole family, which is fine. But like, I mean, it's Haitian men tend to do. She's more so pressed for me to like go and get like a master's or something rather than me have kids. But I feel like sometimes she wonders if I'm ever going to. Well, she told you to get a master's when you could have a man instead of a degree. <laughs> I was just like, is I the crazy part is I hit her with I hit her with um I had said I had asked her one day because usually when she drinks wine it's the best time for me to ask her questions and shit. Yeah, your mom come alive. Like so, she be sipping from what you told me. Yo, she be opening up. I'm like, girl, you told me the story like 22 times. But I'll listen. It's fine. Like did I ever tell you? Yes. Well, I'm gonna tell you again. She was just like, but she didn't know the specifics of it. And then she want to call half of Haiti about her problems. <laughs> like, bro, like these niggas is trying to sleep. There's a whole some type of civil war happening down there. But you want to talk to him about you. OK, sis, whatever. But like um, niggas like we have real problems. Stop calling me <laughs> like at random times of the night. She be I don't know. I think sometimes she like she insinuates like, oh, I had hit her with the whole. I said, what would you say if I, I popped up like pregnant? She had first asked me by who, and I was like, ha, 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 but you know. Can I tell you, like, how quick my mom changed her stance on me having kids? So she was just like, no, like, I'm not going to watch your kids. So then one day, she's just like, you know what? I'll be fine with you having kids because we're going to need somebody to take care of Britain after we're gone. <laughs> so the only reason she wants me to reproduce is for somebody to take care of one of her children. But I don't think that's, I just feel like. I don't know. No, I don't my think mom my is... mom would be prepared for me. Like, if I popped up pregnant, like, she has always said, she's like, if you end up having, like, a kid, especially if it's a girl, we are going to be best friends. And I don't know if I could deal with a smaller version of my mom. So, like, I'm good on that. There's nothing wrong with her, by the way. Love her to death. I just don't need a smaller version of her. When there could be a smaller version of me. I'm basically, saying? like, a quote-unquote smaller version of my mom. And it took me a while to realize, like, why me and my mom didn't get along when I was younger. Because I'm literally her. So, like, I forgot when I came to the, like, when I came to that realization, like, our relationship dynamic changed. 
and we stopped arguing. But like when I was a kid, we would argue all the time. And I just realized, oh, I'm literally like a carbon copy of you, like personality wise, temper wise, and just like how we view things. Like I'm literally like my mother's child, like to a T. I'm almost the same like my mom. I'm going to say almost because there's some things that we completely don't agree on. We don't have the same mindset. But, like, I feel like growing up, especially my teenage years, I more so avoided the fact. I more so avoided that I could be just like her because our birthdays are back to back. We're the same sign or whatever. Every time she would say this to me, she'd be like, you know what? You know you're my twin. I'd be like, oh, God, bro. Let's, Let's hope not. But, like. The older I get and the less I try to fight it, the more I start to realize that. My mom's birthday is two days before mine. I don't want to say it's more so that I'm like her, but like, I don't want to say it. But I'm like, more, I see that I'm, I kind of get where she's coming from, where she says that we like could my, be like twins or whatever. So my dad is the more outgoing parent. So like my dad is has the more outgoing person. Like, you know, like my dad is the most outgoing person. Um, I would say he's the most outgoing person like in our family as far as he'll just talk to anybody my dad is warm my dad is friendly very outgoing me and my mom if we don't know you we just we don't want to talk to you you want to be like "Mm -hmm." like my dad had talked to the neighbors i'll literally pull up in a driveway and i will fucking scramble to the door because i i don't want to interact with you i don't know you i don't care i don't want to talk about anything hey carter yeah i remember people asking me like do you live here just no. I just do this thing. I fucking ironically pull up to houses that aren't mine and I have a key to go into this particular house and I just open this door and I'll just stay here for 24 hours and then I'll go out and then I'll go back to my place of employment and then I'll come back and then I'll come back in and I'll you know, just stay here because I find like that shit hilarious. They probably thought you were like a real estate agent or something. You just have keys to like different households, you know, come in, stage it, clean it up and just leave. It's for fucking black families on the block, like... I just didn't want to assume that you like. No, I live here. Like, yes, I, I live here. I don't ironically drive like walk in the driveways and just walk in houses. We didn't want to think a nigger was just walking in any type of home, you know. That's basically what they was trying to tell you. What set you rep? They like that's basically like your white neighbors asking you what set you rep. Eventually, like essentially, that's like their their uh, <laughs> that's their what set you rep. Oh, you live here? Like that's their what set you rep. They always ask my mom that. Like, is this your home? Where's your husband? So, it's always weird when, like, when women own, like, certain things on their own, they always ask where the man's at. So, my mom has to make it very clear, like, although I do not have a husband that helps me pay the bills, like, I got this. And all four of these niggas. Which I think well, is... Well, three of us now, but, like, all three of these niggas that be in this house. Well, no, two of us now. I'm sorry. Just hell of niggas be moving Which out. now, like, I think it's crazy because we live at a point in time where... Women don't really have to rely on men for finances. So that whole dichotomy has changed. So people still asking, is the the man of the household there is crazy? Just because a lot of marriages prior to our generation was just... You rely on the man for everything. He has to be one that makes the big decisions, the one that puts a down payment on the house, the one that pays all the bills. And I think, I feel like people should just give with the times, you know, because... It's just not a thing anymore like that. We don't rely on men. I still... Men to pay for stuff, so. But that's a different topic. Anywho, let's let's hop right into mental oh, health do, check-in. Yeah. You know, my day, my week has been hell. I have not. Well, been you sleeping. have to tell our listeners, so you know. Hey guys, 
My week has been shitty. I have not been sleeping well. I'm not laughing okay. at her. I'm laughing at her. I just don't laugh at my problems. Oh, wait. You're already laughing at the voice I made? Yeah, I'm laughing but at yes, the voice guys, that she made, but not that, just, <laughs> not that it was bad. It's just not have been a good week uh, the past two weeks. I think I even said this on the last episode. Bitch has been overwhelmed, tired, <laughs> overworked, underpaid. <laughs> ah, gaining weight, losing weight. Just, just, yeah. Our bitch is going through it. How was your week? It was long, man. It was like a long, rough work week. Um, just being black in tech spaces where they're predominantly just like white Caucasian. men that just feel like they know every fucking thing in the world. And they don't? They don't. And I, it's not even that they don't. I just feel you acquire... Um, you acquire like a lot of knowledge and you forget the basics and you just start talking down to people for like whatever reason. Um, and you forget just, just commonplace tactics. It's just, I understand. I don't know. And they'll talk to, and the worst part about it is they talk to everyone any type of way. So like, regardless of like what race you are, like they'll just talk to, especially if they're higher up, they'll just talk to you like anyway, kind of crazy. And I feel as though, like, yes, I don't know as much. as That's fine. Like, you want to be the smartest in the room or whatever, like, fine. But you're overlooking the basics. So, like, there's a lot of basic troubleshooting shit that they overlook because they look at shit at such a high level. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just, you know me. I don't like talking to people. I'm only coming to you to ask a question because I did everything in my fucking power that Without I possibly could. Without talking to nobody. Oh, yeah, I know that. Like, you probably try to fix it on your end, oh. the best of your abilities, without having to consult to anybody. And apparently, after all 99 attempts, you're just like, damn, I really have to talk to somebody to try to fix this. And that's how I've always been. If I can figure it out on my own, I'll figure it out on my own. I don't want to talk to you. If I'm at the end of my rope and I've tried everything, then I'm going to go talk to you just because I've worked with developers. I've worked with, you know, just tech people in general. Mm-hmm. I know how they are. As much as you don't want to be bothered, we don't fucking want to talk to you either because you're a fucking pretentious prick. I don't want to talk to you. I'm only talking to you because I have to. And nine times out of ten, I'll be like, what did you do? So this conversation we're having currently, we don't have to have it again because I don't like you. I don't want to talk to you. I just want to do my eight and skate. I, I don't want to talk to you. I want to do my work and go the fuck home and forget that. that I actually know you. I want to do my eight and skate. What if you're doing like 10 hours? What would be the... You want to do your 10? Then... Do my ten and do my de- do my ten and then tell y'all niggas I'm the fuck out. <laughs> I wanted it to rhyme. <laughs> Some of the realest shit don't rhyme. Outside of work, everything has been okay. Yeah, I can't like everything outside of work. Like I can't complain about like everything is like fine. And oh, I think I said it on the last podcast, but I think I'm at a point in my life where when good things happen, I don't question when they're going to be taken away or when the other shoe is going to drop. I just actually live in the moment and I actually enjoy those things. And I think I said on the last episode that I was going to use that, you know. To apply it to my life, but I am a side eyeing ass bitch. We'll take I'm a so- side eye every good thing that happens, and usually when bad things happen, I'm okay with it. I think that's how fucked up. Like I, just, I don't want to say how. Yeah, I think that's how fucked up life has kind of like fucked me over. Is the fact that 
if bad things happen, I'm just like, all right, like I expect this because don't judge me. I expect this because I probably deserve it. Maybe this is something I did fucked up in the past that is kind of catching up to me now. But when good things happen after a string of bad things happen, I'll be like, all right, this is uncomfortable for me. And I don't think I should really be enjoying this because I'm so used to like fucked up shit happening to me. You know what? It's actually going to blow up in my face later. So I shouldn't even anticipate on enjoying this moment. It sounds fucked up, but I think that's... No, and I was living like that until I realized like if karma is actually a thing, it would happen when you wouldn't notice it. So like if karma is going to be this grandiose thing, it happens when you least expect it. So wouldn't it happen when you're out here? It wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen when you expect it. Like karma is like if it's retribution. Like if it's going to be some type of retribution. Like if I'm expecting it, it's not retribution, right? Like because I know it's going to happen. It has to happen at some point as to where like you're not expecting it. So like when you're at your highest and like somebody just like sticks their foot out or like trips it. But that's what I'm saying. Like what if you're out here just finally embracing? I don't want you to, like, take, like, a dark look at this. But, like, what if, like, you're finally embracing, like, the good things that happen your way and karma's like, ha, gotcha, bitch. And then... But even if it did it, like, it's not going to change my disposition. It's going to be like, all right, like, I had that coming. What's next? Okay. That's it. Like, bad shit is going to happen. Like, I'll probably get some shit that I deserve. Fine. Like, I've accepted the fact that I did fucked up shit. And eventually, at some point, it's going to come back. Like, that's fine. Like, I'm willing to accept those those penalties for my transgressions. Like, that's fine. But, like, I'm not going to dwell on it, and I'm not going to wait for it to come. Like, when it comes, I'll deal with it. And that'll just be that. Okay. I think this is something I... I, I think I have to adapt and try to, like... Nigga, it took time. Like, I'll be telling you, it, it, took time for, it took time for me to get to this point. Anybody who knows me, like anybody who knows me, you know me. You didn't know me like in my earlier years, but like anybody who knew me, like knows me, it took a lot of time for me to get to this point. Like it didn't just happen overnight. Like it took time. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of this shit just takes time. And that's just the, the honest truth to do it. Like it's just, it takes time for, uh, for you to get used to stuff and for, um, for your outlook to change. Like it takes time. Like it takes practice. Okay. Well, I'll attempt to use this going forward. So, I guess I'll update y'all niggas next week to see if I was actually able to get some sleep or accomplish something. I know we had, like, a brief conversation earlier, me, you, May, about, I guess, how to process certain things and make short time goals and I did mention that I was probably going to go back to therapy or consult with a life coach but we'll see how that goes moving forward I guess no, I think the other thing you need to know is like we're all here for you so like you're not in it by yourself like you're not in it alone So I appreciate y'all so let's get into the run zone what do you want to start off with? Uh, so I wanted to start off saying an RIP to 
Makai Bryant or McKay Bryant. I probably pronounced her name wrong, but it's just another. It's kind of crazy. Every week you turn around, it's just somebody else who's young and black and just cut down before they even get to experience life. And this shit is just tiring. This shit is old. This shit is just played out. Um, even just seeing some of our people online just saying, well, she was doing this. Like, well, she had a knife. She might have harmed, like, two people. Those two people came to do her harm. So I can't say I'm sympathetic towards the two people who were trying to harm her and harass her. I'm just not sympathetic. You talk shit, you get hit. People say that all the time. These two older women were, two older women were harassing her. She's 16. She had women who were in their 30s harassing her. She felt challenged. She felt threatened. So she grabbed a knife to protect herself. Mm -hmm. So you can sit up here and be like, oh, well, you know, they saved. I saw the argument that, well, you really don't care about black women's lives if you're saying, you know, she was getting ready to do that and then the cop put her down, but we saved two black women's lives. And my whole point is, I don't feel like anybody had to die. So you can... You could have saved three black women's lives instead of gunning down one, two, and I don't want to say allegedly save the other two, but... There's no whole point to save everyone's lives in the altercation rather than lose a life to save two. I would think so. I'm just so, I don't know, with, I think over the past, like, I would say maybe like the past three to five years, it's so draining to hear like every week or every month or every couple days that there's another black person being gunned down to police brutality or police overstepping what it means to protect and serve. Like I have mentioned this, like I'm, I'm losing track of how many people, how many of our people die because we were just out here rejoicing that finally and I don't even think it's more so rejoicing because I feel like the justice system's job is to do their job. And the fact that you had to deliberate on trying to find out if a black man was really murdered by a cop and find that man guilty is different. I believe that maybe if the video footage wasn't there, of course, he probably would have been able to walk away scotch-free. So as we're trying to... I'm going to keep it honest with you. Even with the footage, I'm still surprised that he was charged. To be quite honest with you, because we have scenarios where the footage is there and. But would that not happen with Eric Gardner? Gardner? Yeah, the footage was there in the cop. Like, he didn't get arrested. So, with like that, it's just like we're over here saying finally justice has been served in one black man dying at the hands of police, and boom, another two people end up dying at the hands and of it's police. Not and it's, even, just, it's too much trauma. It's like. And it's not inst- And I forget the guys. Um, the TikTok name, but he made a great, great point. Justice requires equity. We don't have equity. So it's not even justice. It's justice would be justice would be George Floyd still being alive and justice would be this baby girl still being alive. That would be justice. 
Another oh, takeaway from um, Makaya Bryant's case, but like when Nancy Pelosi, when she when said she he said he sacrificed his life, like he's she not made a mur- it seem like he jumped in front of a bullet. He didn't. He wasn't a murder. Like, he wasn't a murderer. He was murdered. Like he, he, he didn't. Sa- he didn't sacrifice his life. Say he, <laughs> he, he sacrificed his life to bring justice. Like that. I don't. When has murder ever been equivalent to sacrifice? It's not. And I doubt it was in his plans. I highly doubt it was in this man's plans. Like, yeah, like, I'm going to go to the store. And I'm going to get a cop's knee over my neck for almost 10 minutes just so that I can bring justice to black people. I don't think that's what he, I don't think that's a thought process. I'm pretty sure that's not the thought process he had the morning of his death. It's not, and I couldn't, like, and I was in fucking disbelief, like, when I saw it. I was like, are you serious? Like, you have to be fucking kidding me. Like, this, he didn't sacrifice his, his life. His like, life sometimes was taken politicians just gotta shut the fuck up. It's not even politicians, it's just revisionist history. So now, he's gonna go down in history, like, as, a, like, he's gonna go down, at least in the white people's, uh, version of history. Oh, like, he sacrificed his life and he's dead. And that's, and that's. And that's basically how the history of America works. Mm-hmm. Whoever, not even just America, just the world. Um, there's a quote saying that the was it the the winner gets to, and I forget the exact quote. I'm butchering, but basically, the winner gets to to dictate what the history is, or gets to write the history. Hell yeah! So now, like, it's revisionist history. It's revisionist history as as like at work. So like when it goes back, so, like years and years. When it's looked back at it, he'll be looked at as a martyr instead of a murder victim. But that helps eases white guilt because it's just, oh, he sacrificed his life. Not that he was murdered. That's and the that's same. That's what the aggravates same. me. Like you're making it seem like he really sacrifices. Like if if that's what makes white people fall asleep at night, like look, he really sacrifices life. Wow, we're really not murderers, you know? Shit happens and finally someone got justice for it. That's really not that's no that's nowhere near close to what the fuck happened that day they did the same but like think about what you learned as martin luther king as a kid versus what you learned as an adult so even in the the textbooks and everything we learned about them growing up they made his assassination seem like a sacrifice like he knew he was going to get assassinated but he didn't like he knew that him dying may be a result of what he was trying to do but when he stood on that balcony that day, he wasn't thinking about getting shot. No, I mean, like when you're trying to start a revolution like that, you always have an inkling in the back of your head, like, look, there is a chance that yeah. I could lose my life during this. Exactly. But like when he was on that balcony, he was just like, you know what? Today's a perfect day to die. Like, come on now. No, he got murdered. Like how he 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 was murdered. Just like the majority of our black heroes, they were murdered. They're murdered. And then revisionist her- history writes them as martyrs, and they're not martyrs; they're murder victims. So, for the people who are just like, "Oh, well, she had a knife," or like, "What? What? What's?" I'm trying to Rittenhouse. That's his name. I forgot that kid's. The first people name. saying that she had a knife. We can go through Dylan Roof, Kyle Rittenhouse, 
the one guy, it was one white guy, I forget, forgot where it was. The white guy was naked and was chasing the cops or something, and the cop literally ran away. So we have too many instances of people who actually pose actual threats and actual cops being able. Actual threats with automatic guns. Just like the one, I just I just saw a video recently where the one guy was threatening, he was white, he was threatening to shoot the cop, saying all types of crazy shit. He didn't get shot. But yet, you guys want to sit up here and parade. Well, she had a night, like, and I kind of feel like this is being done to make people okay with shit. Like, it's just so much crazy shit happening as to where people are now beginning to kind of be like, all right, like, well, I can look at this video and then kind of be like, all right, like, well, now, like, this is fine because she, I think part of it is because she is a woman. And I think part of it is because she's not fitting the unarmed narrative. So now people are just like, oh, like, well, she wasn't unarmed and she was willing to do harm. Like, you're completely ignoring the first part of the story where she called the cops because she felt threatened. So you were able to ignore that first part of the story and just go like, well, the cops saved two lives, but it's okay. Why did she feel like she needed that knife and to do that in the first place? You're completely ignoring that story and you're completely ignoring those two women's culpability in the entire story. Exactly. And the whole thing is just like, as cops, I don't really know the, like, the training that they go through, but the escalation. to go through all that training for you to say, you know what, I'm going to shoot first and then ask questions later and it's not even shooting to disarm it's shooting to kill it is and then i actually just saw a story um a story as far as like the newark police they went through reform they haven't fired a single shot and the crime rate didn't the crime rate didn't increase you don't have to use like you don't lethal force you don't have to use lethal force to protect and serve the people that you have been sworn to protect and serve. You don't, because now a 17-year-old, like, now a 17-year-old is dead, and, like, I was just reading um, people, uh, not just regular people, but people within uh, the policing community, I guess, that make the trainings, just, oh, he followed it by the book. And then that led me to be like, well, what's wrong with the book? Like, why is it in the book that this is the first place that we go to instead of actually trying to figure out how we can de-escalate the situation and i feel like isn't in the book doesn't it tell you to de-escalate before you get to the point where you cause bodily harm to the point where bodily harm leads to death i'm sorry i'm not a cop and if anyone who's into law enforcement if we're wrong please we always say wherever come off wrong in the podcast about any alleged facts that we put out there and i'm not going to say yes in this instance i'm not going to say yes or no because i just don't we just don't know but like i don't know but from the articles but from the articles that i've i've read they were saying by the book he did what was right so when Delhi, I, I think it was when. Or does it matter? Does it vary per state or per city? I don't know I'm if it's a per. Confused. I don't know if it's per state or per city, but whatever it is in Ohio, it's if Delhi Force, you can meet Delhi Force with Delhi Force, but, but they didn't. Spe- but they also didn't specify. It was kind of vague, so they didn't specify whether or not it was aimed at the cop. Because if it was aimed at him, then. Not even if it was aimed at him, it makes sense because I'm never going to be pro some like I believe both people deserve to come home. Unless like you're in that dire of a situation as to where like 
niggas is bucking at you and you gotta do what you gotta do. And like Ohio's that's completely a, different. And Ohio is a racist ass fucking state. I have not. I think Ohio is also one of like one of the what, Ohio's Midwest. Is it considered Midwest or Mid East? I don't think Mid East is a thing. I don't know if it's. I don't know if I'm sorry if I'm having a blonde I don't moment. Know, I, I, don't, it, I don't know if it's. I'm not actually not sure. It's not Midwest. Midwest. But it's I don't think it's Midwest. Like it's central. like Midwest adjacent. Like it's like central but north. Yeah, like it's not. Ohio's, it's not necessarily Midwest. Ohio has sundown towns, mm-hmm. and I was always under the impression that it's the Jim Crow states to have the sundown towns. Mm-hmm. So to hear that Ohio has that, and it's like I don't want to say I'm not surprised this took place in Ohio because it's. But I think this state, but like this shouldn't be taking place at all. And it's, it's so tiring, like as a black woman or like as a black person in general, to just wake up every day and hearing that one of your people got gunned down or shot by the police or by a white person. It's it's mentally taxing at this point. Like it's I'm it's becoming a point where it's very hard for me to keep up with who gets killed. And you know what? And I've been having a bit of uh just uh not even trying to make this about me but just a moment of transparency mm-hmm. i've been having some virus guilt because like there's times like when i wild the fuck out and i'm still here mm-hmm. and people have done less and they're not here mm-hmm. and sometimes i sit and think and i'm just like that really could have been me i remember the one time um i got into so me and my friend keith love you keith me and my friend Keith were about to mix because this is when I was young, dickhead, depressed or whatever. So we were about to mix and like the cop called me or like the cop had called me over, like the cops were there and the cop had called me over and he asked me to get in the car. And I was just like, okay, like what am I getting a car for? Like, what am I getting into the car for? And he wouldn't tell me. So I was just like, I'm not getting in the car because you're not telling me what I'm getting in the car uh, for. And at this point, it could be anything. You could be putting me in there. It could have been, I could have matched a description. Like, there's there's a, 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 a different amount of reasons as to why you've been asking me to get into this car. I didn't want to. So then, you know, like, eventually, like, they shoved me in there, and he took me there. And, like, I was mouthing off back and forth. And essentially, the guy was like, I could plant something on you and go take up the street, plant something on you and kill you, and nobody would think twice about it. So for people who say, like, for the people who are just like, oh, there aren't people that think like that. Like, there are people like that who are police officers who, who work on, um, that work for them. My dad was a cop for 20 years. So, like, my dad put me on game early. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it was a lot of shit that my dad put me on game, like, earlier. It's kind of just like, yeah, like, this is what it is. Like, kind of, sort of. Like, you know, to like, kinda like if you were ever in that situation, that to kind of, like, brace yourself in case... I think yeah did I listen no (laughs) but he you know like he put me on game early as far as and I try to tell people all the time that try to say oh the you know it's not like that I'm like my dad was a cop and my dad sat me down like all black men that had to talk that you're going to be treated differently of course I had somebody who worked in law enforcement that was black sit me down and tell me that so when every when anybody tries to kick that bullshit to me I'm like bro Oh, all you got to do is comply, or if you just listen or calm down, everything's going to be okay. There are people no, out I here remember, who do comply and listen, and they still reap the worst repercussions. Like, I we're remember, not only talking about death, but like, we're talking about severe disability. It doesn't matter if you comply or you don't comply. When you're an African-American, when you're black, and in this country, 
it's literally when it comes to interactions with the cop, just expect the worst. Be blessed if you're able to get past that unharmed, but expect the worst. And that's kind of how I've been able to see it. Unfortunately, that's kind of how you're kind of forced to see it now. But yeah, so we just... To those who've lost their lives due to the hands of police or racist white people, rest in peace. And rest in peace to Makai Bryant. Hopefully an investigation, a thorough investigation opens up in this case and justice is served in regards to that. And speaking of justice being served, I believe the other cops who were were involved in the George Floyd case, they go on trial today's... And them niggas deserve like tomorrow or this week or something. I don't know, but them niggas deserve all the smoke too. Yes. So, just because you're a lot, like you're complicit, you're complicit, and, and I think the craziest part of all this is just people are asking you to be accountable, and you're throwing a temper tantrum. And the example that I give to a lot of people, I'm like, all right, well, if you go to a restaurant and the waiter fucks up your, if the waiter or waitress fucks up your order, you expect some type of retribution. It's the same thing. Not every fuck up is equal. It's it's just not. You can alter somebody's life. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. It's not the same if if I miss something at work. Maybe something small is affected, or just if you go to work, maybe somebody has like one pill less than they should have. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between that, and then I can. I can jail you, which is going to go on your record, which is going to possibly fuck up your chance of employment and other things. We can, we, and in our cases, we can kind of rectify the issue as early as we can catch it. I mean, because that happens, whether it's in tech or in healthcare, like you can fix the issue before it gets progressively worse. Rather, in this case, you're you you basically take an oath to be there for the community, and you're too busy gunning them down. So what is even the purpose? This is why I am for police reform. This is why some people are just like, oh, well, if you cut the funding for the police and how are they going to operate? Have you seen teachers? Have y'all seen teachers get paid the bare minimum and have funding cut? And they're out here like, I'm talking about dedicated teachers who are out here going to Walmart or Staples, like buying supplies and trying to make the best of the career path that they chose to be there and be present in students' lives and be a, a point of progression for them going forward, whether it's elementary school teachers or middle school, high school professors in that case, they go out their way to ensure that the community that they're trying to serve actually goes forward and makes a difference. Yet the police gets millions of dollars in funding and they can't seem to stop shooting black people. So save that. That's why I'm here to defund the police and police reform. And that's how I'm going to end that segment on... Support you, Interpret. That. No. And we're going to hop into our second clip topic. So, you know, I had asked a question about vaccines. Yeah, I saw the whole type scientists coming out. Bro. Like, bruh, <laughs> let me tell you, the cure to COVID is old positive blood, sea moss, and vitamin C. Here's the thing. It's just like, I'm not going to shame people for using stuff that isn't, that hasn't been recommended by the FDA. Like, because I believe, 
I believe the FDA does work hand in hand. Niggas be getting with, big ph- with pharmaceutical companies. Niggas so, be getting CMOS from Derby Creek. So I don't want niggas that. But listen, though, I believe, and it's a bit of a stretch. It's a bit of a reach, and I will admit to that. But I do believe the FDA works hand in hand with pharmaceutical companies, especially big pharma, because if there's a natural supplement or an herbal supplement that can cure or diminish the side effects of certain viral diseases, wherever the case may be. Of course I'm not going to endorse it and say it's okay to use because am I really going to make any money off of people buying CMOS or other type of herbal supplements? No, but am I making money from big pharmaceutical companies making millions and billions of dollars a year funding a medication that might not thoroughly suppress certain side effects or cure certain disease yes so i guess to play devil's advocate if i could just bottle up because you could you can like you could do like you could actually play both sides of the fence Mm -hmm. so i could be and this is just me just playing devil's advocate i could be a company or a person that's against big pharma Mm -hmm. that is selling said cmos or whatever Mm -hmm. and depending on where i'm getting it from the money's going to big pharma. So, I, I mean, big pharma is a, it's, it's a I'm not trillion a, dollar so, corporation. So, I'm not really surprised. But, like, so my thing, so I guess everybody's in it for themselves these days. And that's right. how the, that's basically how so every people, almost business is running this country. Right. And, pe- right, and people skeptic, like, people's skepticism, like, I'm not opposed to you being skeptic or being skeptical towards pharmacies or just the health feel towards people of color in general because we've seen this tuskegee experiments we've all had our own scenarios where you may have been at a doctor's office or been at an er and they feel like you have a high threshold and you don't get treated the same oh yeah just go as your white counterparts yeah you don't get treated as your white counterparts so there's been like studies like ethical studies and things done to to show that and my whole thing with getting the vaccination Wherever you stand, I have no problem with wherever you stand. If you don't want to get it, don't get it. If you want to get it, go ahead and get it. My problem is on either side that you stand, you trying to clown people for whatever choice that they make. Like, that's the problem, like, that I have. It's just that one thing, like, yeah, like, you can believe what you want to believe. But, like, once you start clowning people and just being like, oh you're a sheep you're this you're that you don't know what's going to happen like if you get the vaccine you don't know the long-term effects of you having covid so for reference i'm going to read back the answers from that one person if i could find and it. also y'all niggas gotta take stop taking like hotep like <laughs> science classes I kind of, like, get where he was coming from in regards to that. It was just a lot to take in at once. And I was just like, bro, this is quite a lot. So I had asked if people had gotten the vaccine, why or why not? And I had someone was saying, hopping in, saying, like, so he gave me five responses all at once. And it was like, because it's experimental, because all these comp- all these companies have confirmed this is not a cure. Vaccines aren't a cure are vaccines aren't considered a cure 
there are cures for certain diseases and viruses, yes. But this vaccine, and correct me if I'm wrong, is to prevent you from so getting COVID to the point where it would require severe hospitalization so and you don't have to die from it. So and I this is excluding Johnson & Johnson because them niggas be fucking up everything, even baby powder. How you fuck up baby powder? But that's another conversation in itself. <laughs> so I think with people... I think people, because you know, you get vaccinated at birth. So I think because you get vaccinated for like stuff like the measles, polio, which they have cures for. Mm -hmm. I think people confuse getting vaccinated with a vaccine. You could be vaccinated with a cure because being vaccinated is the act. If you can correct me if I'm wrong, but like you're in the medical field. Daniel, leave this up to me. I got my research. But like, my thing is. When you're vaccinated as a child, at that point, I believe that there are probably like one or two strains of said disease. I'm not an actually about the Google like with I'm not an expert when it comes to researching certain diseases. But back in the day, my my theory is on the fact that these strains didn't have time to mutate. Or whatever the case may be. Like, for instance, if you get the flu vaccine, and this is my only oh, good wrong. reason of, like, respecting, of, of this is my only oh, good looking. way of, like, explaining it. It's like, if you get the flu vaccine, there's a chance you're going to get the flu. Because there are more than four strains of the flu. But the flu vaccine is to protect oh, so you was, from the foremost prevalent. No, it's cool. No, I was wrong. So, I was wrong. So, vaccinated means, see, you see how easy it is, kids? To admit when you were wrong and you do research and I just admitted on air that I was wrong and I didn't back it up and I didn't double down. No, so vaccinated means to be uh, treat with a vaccine to produce immunity against disease. So inoculated. So I was incorrect about that. But I do think people do people hear the word. So and maybe it maybe it's just particularly with COVID that people heard, heard the word vaccine and people associate that with, with the cure with the cure because I, but the, I mean i fucking guess bro but like when i think of vaccine i don't think of cure if there was a cure for something there would be a cure for it but it's not even a cure for the common cold but you're but my thing is like you're in the medical field oh i'm not i'm, I'm not I'm not like an expert in regards to like it's not it's you but diseases but like it's not it's not exp, it's not it's not about being an expert in a disease mm -hmm. but for a frame of reference you're aware that I can be vaccinated for something I can there can be a vaccine for something but it doesn't mean that you're not going to catch whatever there's a difference between being because all a vaccine does is build up your immunities to make the odds that you get it less than likely. Mm -hmm. Until less than no symptoms. And that's all they do because they're shooting you with a dead version of a dead or a weakened version of the of virus. That, of that virus and in your order body for you to create antibodies so that in case you were to come in contact with said virus. It's going to lessen it's it's going to lessen those symptoms or whatever that they are. So I kind of feel like what happened was people were I feel like in particular because this virus infected or not infected but affected the way that people were living their lives i kind of feel like when the word vaccine got dropped people heard oh i can go back to doing whatever and it's just like no it's no different when it's flu season and you get the flu vaccine and people tell you like you can still get the flu here's the things to do to not contract the flu 
it's the same principles. Like it hasn't changed. The crazy part with COVID happening, where since Just like, everyone has been masked up and washing hands and social distancing, do you guys know there has been a decreased amount in the flu? Like no one has really gotten the flu this year. And just like you said, like earlier, like how people are saying, like, oh, they're mandating you to get shots. You literally just off air. How we were talking about in order for you to go to school, you had to get a flu shot. Oh, yeah, I had to. Like, I was against it. Well, I've never really outside of the vaccines I was mandated to get growing up. Like my mom has made sure I got every vaccine before, you know, because before going to school, they do ask you, like, did your child get vaccinated for such and such? Because they have to or we can't. So when them. people were saying just like, oh, this has never been done before, like this has been done your whole entire school career. Yeah, so um, and that's why there was art, and that's why like there have been, even before now, there were arguments about children being vaccinated and children not being vaccinated because there were people who didn't want to vaccinate their children and they couldn't go to school because the school required vaccination shots. So people were kind of just saying like, "Well, this is the first time you had to go into a country and you require shots." That's not true. You, there are certain countries that you had to have a shot for tetanus, you had to have a shot for malaria. If you want to go, my mom is team visit Africa, and I'm off visiting the motherland. But she wants to go deep, like I don't know how deep, but she's talking deep, about going deep. Like I can't go because oh my god, bro! <laughs> but like when you're going to certain countries, especially like Africa, you have to get like a certain number of vaccines. As a matter of fact, they actually put you on. I'm trying to think of the name off the top of my head. The generic name, no, the brand name for it, but they put you on mefloquin where you have to take it while you're like over there to decrease the chances of you getting and I know the name of it but I can't really think of it but there's that and then there's another one that they put you on where while you're away or when you're at said country you have to take this medication to avoid yourself from getting said certain diseases so yeah, a lot of people have answered. A lot of people have said that, you know, they got got it to be vaccinated because they wanted to be safe around their friends and family. And know? I'm fine with, and like, to reiterate, I'm fine with whatever people choose. Like, whatever. If you choose to not get vaccinated, and that's really up to you, but, like, someone had said, what? I had asked, are you getting the vaccine? Oh, my goodness. Are you getting the vaccine? Why or not? He said, nope, never in history, never in history did we get bribed for a vaccine. Think about it. And I'm just like, what are we getting bribed with? You're not getting bribed with anything. Because these niggas, it took these niggas. Because these niggas are literally saying, like, these niggas are literally saying, like, yeah, like, get it. But, like, you can still get it. There's something, like, there's no, they're not saying you can do anything if you get it. It's not diminishing the chances of you getting it. There's a chance you can still get it, but it prevents you from being hospitalized or, or like, to the point where but even go, die from But, like, it. even going back to the bribe, like, even go, like, even going back to the bribe thing. I feel like that's more so like for different countries you're visiting. So like are the countries trying to bribe you like the different countries that aren't America that aren't a part of whatever this is like they're trying to bribe you to go get it. Someone was trying to reiterate it. Well, someone else had replied and said he meant that they were trying to take they're trying to make us take this vaccine out of fear. Like never has the government ever wanted us to take a vaccine so bad. I don't know why he used the word bribe. That's the wrong mm, word. Nigga. They didn't bribe shit. They just throwing fear out there. So here's so here so Bro. two so here is my argument. The same thing was with chickenpox. It was the same thing with the, like same thing like how like oh my god like when you go to Rite Aid and you go to other places, how many other places did you get your flu shot? Do you want to tell me why you should get your flu shot? 
there are a whole bunch of other like when you're born there are doctors trying to sell vaccination like it's a thing like it, it didn't just start with covid like this has been going on this has been going on. This goes for pneumonia vaccines for those over the age of 65 and up. This goes for shingles vaccines. And this is before shingles. Or the H, or just like the HPV vaccine. The that HPV have. vaccine. And the thing is, the HPV, like Gardasil, I believe, protects against. Sevagisil? Gardasil. <laughs> oh my God. Gardasil <laughs> is. For yeast infections. Oh, you got to seal the smell? Gardasil. No. Like, Gardasil is if you. I hear seals. You really want to know? I so hear, like when I you hear look at discharge and it looks cottage cheesy and there might be a little bit of a, a little bit of stench to it. Is anybody making cream cheese? Can you fucking not? Then this is probably why I don't even eat cream cheese now. But like it looks <laughs> it looks kind of like ricotta cheese. And it's <laughs> I'm so serious. I'm seriously telling you this. So it looks like ricotta cheese. Like it looks and like even if like you pick at it and like you smear it on your fingers it looks grainy and if because every time i hear a seal i think of naruto and the so niggas Gar- like well that is still supposed to do it's like the old it's the only over-the-counter um anti-fungal that's supposed to help with like possible yeast infections oh, so they grow How- mushrooms she said no carter that's not sorry right, i'm done i'm done it's the last one Why? I'm just not talking serious shit with you again. Look, I'm talking about Gardasil, which protects, I believe, against the nine main. You have a smartphone, so just 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 uh, Google it. I don't really. F- which is sidebar. I hate when people ask me questions because you have a fucking smartphone that can answer the question that you fucking want for me. Sorry, it's a sidebar, like sidebar, like soapbox. But you know who you are who asks me questions and you can literally just like look in your fucking phone to get an answer to the fucking question that you're fucking asking me. Okay, hold up. I'm on the Gardasil website right now. Is it Vagisil website? I said the Gardasil website. Um, Vagisil. Yes, the Gardasil actually, yes. It protects individuals age 9 to 45 against the Diseases caused by nine types. Yes, that's why it's called Gardasil 9. Yes, against the nine types of, like, the nine most prevalent types um, that can cause HPV. However, there are other and it was crazy out there. Because it was tensile. B- I hate you. But yes. And in regards to yeast infections, if Vagisil or Myconazole over the counter doesn't work, you have to go see. Uh, GYN and they can prescribe you Diflucan and if it's also caused due to bacterial vaginosis they will prescribe you flagell whether it's the tablet form or the gel form where you um, apply the applicator at night but I mean but the point being is just this is not the first and it's not going to be last like it's not going to be the first to last like vaccination mandate and of course like I'm I'm team two things can exist at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, yes, this could be something mandated by Big Pharma to put money in their pockets. By the government, because it's right. not like we're paying for it. Right. But also, this may be something potentially to save your life. So, like, I don't necessarily always subscribe to the fact. So, I tell people all the time, the government won't kill all of us because they need us to make money. It's like, yes, like a chunk of us like may get killed off, but like, they're not trying to kill off everybody because then they won't have anybody to rule. I definitely can't kill off the poor people because how, you know? But I'm also team 
two things can exist at one time. So, like, yes, it could be mandated to put money in your pockets, but it can also save your life. So, like, yes, like, they put a price on your life, like, for letter back, like, for letter, 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 I forget the expression. But two things can exist simultaneously. Mm -hmm. And I always subscribe to the fact that something can be good. Like, normally good shit is monetized. Mm -hmm. The person that made gunpowder... He didn't make it for niggas to kill themselves. He's like, hey, like, I just found this thing. We can use it to con- use for construction, deconstruction. And somebody was like, you know what? I'm going to put this in the motherfucking bullet. If we put it behind something that's metal and it's ignited and it fires and hits somebody in the fucking face, we can oh kill God, them. Can you imagine getting shot by a musket? Your face is gone, my nigga. Niggas think war is bad now, nigga. Back then, like, when that shit, you was up in face just... You was just dying. Like, you were in agony for hours before, you know, the opposing lines. If they won, they just put you out of your misery by, like, maybe, like, stabbing Wow, you know what's crazy? Some shit. Niggas was jerking off their face, jerking off their guns to shoot you in the face. Because <laughs> you had to clean it. Any fucking hell. <laughs> Any fucking who. Look, <laughs> if you need to get vaccinated, go for it. I've been on the fence, still on the fence about it or whatever. You know, I've been granted the trials won't end until 2023, but, you know. Wait, you mind if I pause it? I got pee. I'll, I'll edit this up. Yes, you can pause it. Actually, no, you can head it down. Okay. Hold it down. Mimi's Corner. Wild go pee right okay. now. Oh, my God, guys. Yes. Hello. It's me. Scandalous Mimi. So, like I was saying... Not Vagisil. But like as I was saying, look, if you want to get vaccinated, that's really up to you. Okay. There's a lot of studies behind it. Whether you choose to get it or not, that's fine. Second, if you choose not to get the vaccine, don't be out here spreading misinformation to, I don't know, thwart people from not getting it or make people who already got it feel guilty because those who've already gotten it, I'm pretty sure have done extensive research or looked up into the, like, looked into the fact of, look, what would be the pros of me getting it and what would be the cons of me getting it? Granted, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, that this is the first pandemic since modern medicine has existed for us to actually have a vaccine made into the works. And granted, it was approved by the FDA in the case of an emergency situation because over millions of people have already died since COVID happened about well over a year ago. Because what, we're in April, it's about to be May. Yes, and COVID, COVID has been really, has been actually around relatively longer than that. But, you know, look, my thing is since the FDA has been formed and modern medicine where the case may be this is the first pandemic where um they're able to expedite a vaccine and if you're skeptical about it fine you know y'all can continue taking y'all elderberry and your vitamin c and do what works for you and drink your tea and your water whatever the case may be and if you are trying to get vaccinated or you have gotten vaccinated protect your family friends and loved ones because you know that you have certain family members who have certain comorbidities that can lead to them getting the vaccine that's all for you, but like, do whatever you want to do. Just don't be spreading misinformation. Don't be shaming people for getting or not getting it. That window felt cold on my nipple. So, thank you for sharing, Carter. <laughs> but that's all I have to say about the vaccines. I have been on the fence, and I have been offered the vaccine since December. 
So, but once again, I don't have a problem whether you're not taking it or you're not. Once again, it comes like when you try to clown, like whatever you decided to do. Like, that's don't my clown issue people with, like, for not getting it, and don't clown people, people for getting, getting it. it. Do what works for you. Do what's best for you. And if you and your family choose not to get it, that's fine. If you and your family choose to get it, that's fine. The fuck. We're not forcing you to get it. I don't think, I don't believe the government is bribing people with fear. I mean, if y'all are trying to say, hey, get vaccinated or die is a form of fear because you've seen millions of people die from said disease and you think that's how the government's bribing you. Then So I would believe it. Uh, if, all right. So I would more believe it if, so to me, this seems like more of a plausible thing. If both the Democrats and the Republicans were both just saying like, hey, like get it. But like you literally have one side saying get it and one side not. So this is why I don't necessarily consider it a bribe because both parties are like literally divided, divided on like what you should do. So like if they were actually in unison, I would be super skeptical like about it. But like they're not in unison about this at all. So we're going to go into our final rundown topic. We're talking about Yibin Corday. I'm going to call him Yibin Corday. I think it's Corday. <laughs> he left YBN. <laughs> Whatever. I didn't know that. So he had this lyric. What does his lyric say? I should have saved this actually. Um, what does his lyric say, guys? Bear with us as we look for it. He was basically flexing for for his day. I'm yelling. Oh, I found it. Oh yeah, my girl, a tennis star. You niggas out here marrying hoes. Okay, Gibbon Corday. Um, you trying to call us hoes? Cause I'm okay with being a hoe. Cause I ain't no tennis star. I ain't fucking Serena Williams or Naomi. Like the fuck you think this is? Like I. And then some people just tell like, oh my god, girl, Naomi, run for the hills. This is, a, this is a red flag. Um, I don't want to say I know stuff about celebrities' lives because I don't. But you know, before you mention your girl in a song, I feel like he probably mentioned it to her. Like, look, I'm just flex a little bit, talk shit. Do you mind? Do you want to listen to it? You think it's cool? And they only probably, like, and I'm pretty sure she felt that shit. Actually, she's like, you know what? You ride these. I, mean, I wouldn't say that she out here talking about weeds. So What's the headline? Corday drops new EP. Osaka quickly approves. <laughs> Done. Done deal. There's no argument. There's nothing to talk about. Osaka so, also believes y'all niggas is hoes. Damn, Osaka, <laughs> that's how you feel, girl. We supposed to be Haitian sisters, you out here. I mean, I'm, it's not like I have much. But going I don't. On for I don't even. Anyway, like, so I don't even. Fine. So my like, I'm always team like, if it don't apply, let it fly. And I think it was more so just like a flex. See, like my girl is digging in Serena Williams' ass right now. What is your girlfriend doing? So fucking flex, like yeah, like brag on it. That's like if I was dating Rihanna. Like what you mean? You trying to make up with your husband? Like you trying to make up with your man? Whatever, something about Fenty, like that. <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, let me hear it." <laughs> but like, look. you trying to make up with your hoe, and my girl making the makeup that you trying to make up with your hoe with, like just oh. something like that, like just okay, some nah, shit nah. like that. Like you get what I'm saying? Like it's, it's look, flex. I'm all for like, flexing. Flex on your 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 current boo or your significant other or your husband or your wife. Niggas would do think pieces. Why? Why being queer day is a red flag, and why like you shouldn't blah blah like whatever. You like, don't have to think piece everything. As a black community, we need to defund think pieces, okay? Because y'all just y'all be niggas be think piece to me a to little death. too much. Look, a little too much, and I just be like, why lemon pepper wings are actually racist? How you get all, <laughs> how you get all this from one lyric? Let me write this down. One <laughs> lyric, <laughs> <laughs> like how you come up with like a. Let me tell you 
something. You know what? I believe this generation, when y'all go back to college and stuff and writing these dissertations and these essays and these theses, y'all better knock them shits out the fucking park because I would never be. I've been like, all right, it sounds like he's flexing on being a house husband. That's cool because she's cool with it. I don't think it's anything. I'm not thinking too deep into it. Maybe that is is that something wrong with me? I don't really no, think because, too deep into Jack. No, because shit. not because not every fucking thing deserves like this deep microscopic dive. It just doesn't. It just don't. And it's just sometimes, not energy. Like for fucking what? Over someone you don't even know. Because sometimes like sometimes it's giving weirdo. Sometimes people just say shit. Sometimes we're in a moment and like we're just flexing and we say shit. Like there doesn't have to be like this deep analyzation of. It's funny because the word anal is an analyzation. Anal is bad for you guys, but continue. You man. It is bad, and I one story I shared. I told y'all, it ain't it. It's not even the story. It it's the fact that this nigga was like, "Yo, X and Y, you talking about anal?" Like, <laughs> but I wanted to know, like. Don't okay. Getting sidetracked. I'm sorry, but like not everything like deserves like this deep dive or a- analyzation. <laughs> analyzation of like analyzation. Analyzation of like what's happening. Is like, it analyzation or analyzation? I, I'm going to say. Analyze. Is it analyze? It's, it's analyze, but I'm a, analyze. I'm going to start saying analyze. Is it the Philly now. accent? Is it? No. Analyze. No, it's analyze. I'm just already saying analyze. You're going to say analyze? Because you're childish. Like, it doesn't deserve this analyzation that everybody's trying to get it. Like, you're trying to get so deep in the root. You don't feel that, sister? You don't feel like oppressing your other sisters? I actually fucking don't. Because the bitch is a fucking tennis star. And I don't mean to see, I don't mean to say bitch negative connotation. And obviously. But Naomi is that bitch. And she's a tennis star. And obviously, like, I can't speak on the women aspect of it. As to how it's received by women, I've like, really never talked for women. I think that's a but problem. just like as a man, I kind of feel as though he's celebrating his shirt. He's like, yeah, this is my girl's accomplishment. Accomplishment. It's like May. Let May do anything. I'm here like y'all don't have the fucking audacity. I don't even have the get you a nigga that fucking gasses the shit out of you. Niggas be like, oh that's cute. Oh you look alright, whatever. Like you need to leave them niggas alone. Get a nigga. Be no, like, she damn. Fit- Babe, that forehead, it's, it's glistening tonight, you know what I'm saying? She finished an assignment. I'm like, yo, like, can I put my tongue in your asshole? Like, what's up? What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you randomly bring up tongue and butts, it kind of throws me off guard a little bit. Can't spell assignment without ass. Ass. think too deep into it and i'm actually just a bitch that'll be thinking too deep into anything because they don't really be that fucking deep it just doesn't so i kind of feel as though we live in a time where i don't like it's kind of like a minus like it's a monetization game so here's the duality of like the era that we live in Mm -hmm. i appreciate the era that we live in because people are looking deeper into things and people are more open like people are expressing themselves more mm-hmm. and we are putting more views into things that we should so this part of the era that we live in like i do appreciate that part of it but also as it being a double-edged sword some of the energy and time that people put their energy into as far as like delving into 
not allowed to delve into it. It was just a man who was enamored with his woman that was trying to flex with his woman. He may have went about it the wrong way, which, given the general populace, he may have went about it like the wrong way and could have went about it better. And to me, that's what it is. I don't think it means it's a red flag. I think he's celebrating her. Did he have to put down other women? No, absolutely he didn't. He's celebrating her in the best way he can. And I want to say Yibin Corday is not a lyricist because I've knocked it. Not a whole lot of y'all. We can argue. I did not. That nigga's a lyricist. You, you can never heard, never really heard no, of Corday. Yibin Corday before Corday Naomi. Got, Corday got bars. Didn't know that because I was just like, maybe this is the best line he can come up with. And no, who are we to shame him? Because this is probably some of his best work. No, Corday, no, Corday is my favorite out of the YBN collective. Yes, don't never have really haven't never listened to any of the. Games. No, Nightmare get his shit off too. So. Okay. Okay, Card is clearly Team Yibin. Um, I just haven't listened. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Be like, oh yeah, girl. I'll be listening to this so shit. This shit be man, where slapping you been or whatever. I've been passing the breeze. I be running up a check. That's why these bitches on mm. me. I've been running, 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 trying to get you. That nigga killed that shit. Mm. Did not listen to that at all. Don't know. Maybe you should send me a song. Maybe I might like it. No, but I fuck yeah. with both of them. But it's like I told you. It's like I told you earlier. Who else is in the Yibbins? I think it's YBN Almighty J, YBN Amir. Corey Day was a part of it, and it might have been somebody else that was a part of it too. I can't remember. Okay, so but not Mary and Corday like were my favorites. I just felt like this. Let's not think much of these young rapper men being lyricists. And also, I just honestly thought this was just the best he can come up with to flex on his girl, and she didn't care for it, and that was just that. We stop think piecing stuff and, and trying to speak for celebrities when we are neither. No, of and them also you have to remember the people that you think piecing. Corday is probably like twenty two or twenty three. So like yes, like you're 35 or like 40, like think piece and this little nigga to death, and like he he's just starting to experience life. You probably don't even know what a think piece is, and look at y'all just Ooh. writing theses and whatnot on a nigga. Like let's break down and delve into when we were all young and all saying shit and doing shit that we had no fucking business saying or doing. Look at 21, 22, you know who I thought had bars? Walk a flock of flame, and when he had dropped no hands. Because you was. And I yes, I was wait. What you talking about? I was, I was throwing ass in the club. I don't know what you thought I was throwing neck. Doing that too at 22, but that's neither here nor there. The whole point is look, as an older generation, what is this generation? We, we generation X. Yo, Jackson and Sherman are literally nosy neighbors. Like, look at both of them right now. <laughs> are we generation X? I don't know what generation we are, but like, we need to stop critiquing the generation below us because these niggas have it down to a science, they have it down packed. And yeah, and that's how I gotta say on that. So we're and gonna, that was the rundown. That was our rundown for this week or whatever. It was kind of like a little bit of a slow news week, but you know we like to stretch it out to make it an hour and a half podcast. We do <laughs> I can't stretch <laughs> it out because. So anyway, our our pop is Carter. Never mind. I'm, I'm just, done. I'm done. No, you're not. You gonna slip one more in? Pause. Unpause. I don't really know how you want to. LDC that, in the building. Our pop the top topic is wow. Lost my train of thought. I was trying to make a nice little, cute little introduction into it. Leaving shit at niggas' houses, girls. When do you do it? Dun dun dun. I just don't. 
I don't. As a matter of fact, I want to think of the relationships I've been in where the adult relationships I've been in where I leave stuff at people's house. So I would say when I was with one redacted, a former redacted, he actually was kind of living in my house. Don't tell my mom, guys. But like there was a stint of time where he would get off work and he would climb the roof and he would come to my room and we would just spend the night together and he was doing this for a very wow, long time. Wow, when you find out your cast made that fire coochie. <laughs> what? <laughs> that nigga was climbing the roof for <laughs> We had a tree at this time. So I'm like, saying, yeah, that nigga was like, it used to be that. so, let me tell you something, back in the day, like, when we would order pizza or whatever, and I still see the delivery driver to this day, like, the first time I ordered from him and former redacted wasn't there anymore, he was like, where is so-and-so? And I was just like, oh, you know, we're not together. It's not there. He's like, wow. He's like, thank God, because, you know, it used to hurt my back trying to, like, you know, push the pizza up to the top of the roof and y'all would grab it. It was a fucking ghetto, guys. Like, but I was really young at that time. But, like, he was leaving stuff at my place, at my wow. house with my mom. And okay. I didn't really. <laughs> On the run is our exit song for this week. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't really care about it whatever. I was just like, oh, okay. But, like, you know, at that point in time, I thought it was, like, a forever thing. And it didn't end up really being that. So, yeah. But, like, I'm oh very. God. I had, like, two forever things. Two for everything. I was like, Wait, oh I, did God, I have someone else? <laughs> I mean, then Reese. I never left stuff at Reese's place because I just never did. We we were never there for long periods of time. If anything, he was more so over my house more. But um, he wouldn't leave stuff. Like if I asked him, like, can I have that hoodie or can I have your sweatpants? He'd be like, okay, and that was it. But like after that, redacted. I wasn't even leaving stuff at this man's house because like I want to I want how how do I say this so when I first went to um I don't even like where this going. when I first went to redact his house he actually had other he had another woman's stuff in there and he had to tell me that, that he, <laughs> he was like oh you know she, she never picked her stuff up and I was like okay or whatever so i never felt comfortable really leaving stuff at his place and second like i'm not about to be someone that like or like quote unquote accidentally leaves draws so i can like ah you know next bitch gonna see it look niggas is very thorough if niggas is in their peak hoe or they're like you know they're not exclusive dating stages in my opinion like if I was to leave draws, he would know. Like, he'd be like, all right, you left your draws here by accident. You know, I'm just going to put them away, and you can pick them up the next time you come here. And when I say put them away, he's not going to put in, like, his regular drawers. He's going to put it away in, like, underneath in some jeans or something in the fucking deep-ass closet. So if he was to have said person over another person over, then they wouldn't be able to find the drawers. And I know this is really deep into it, and I probably overthink everything, but I don't leave stuff at niggas' houses. I have to know for a fact that I'm going to be there on a consistent basis for me to leave stuff there, and when I do leave stuff there, I don't leave it out in the open. I leave stuff in the closet on the side, in no, the back. I was out here, somebody left something, I would just leave it out in the open and make it seem like it was more natural. Because like if, like if I hide it and you find it, it makes me look more suspicious. But I feel like if she and be like, oh, that's there. crazy, you know. <laughs> you know, like my, my mom and my cousins be here. I don't, I don't know who that but is. Like, but like, if she leaves it out in the open, 
I'm pretty sure she's going to expect when she gets back, all right, is it left here out in the open? So, like, if I leave my robe on your bed, on, like, by your bed frame, and I come back and the robe isn't there, I'm just going to tell you, like, I'm, I'm, I'm automatically going to assume, like, all right, is if he had another bitch over, nigga, what if I just want to hang up your robe? Like, what, but it's a girl robe, like it's a silk black robe from Victoria's Secret. So if I leave the black robe at your place and I find out the black robe isn't where I left it, I'm gonna, I'm a back of the back of my mind is gonna tell me like, I right, he had a bitch over, whatever the case may be, and he didn't want her to see the fucking robe. I get it. Like, if I have something up of a niggas in my room, like, for instance. No, you got to leave that shit out. I'm like, I didn't even notice that. You still trying to I, If I have, for instance, like, if I had, if, if a man gave me something and I have it up on display in, a, in my room and another nigga comes over, I'm not going to have said shit up on display. I'm, I'm going to put it away because the fuck? I need niggas to know that it's still clear for them to eat my butt without thinking that there's someone in the picture. But that was a... That was a time, guys. I just don't leave stuff in people's places unprovoked. There's no reason for you. That's like overstepping your boundaries or whatever the case may be. Please delete that picture. I don't think it's nice. I actually think it's very ugly. Thank you. Appreciate you. Don't take another picture. You're going to take one anyway. I'm taking a video right now. Are oh, you taking a video? Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. <laughs> but um, I don't, I don't leave stuff. And I don't want people to leave stuff in my house either because... Like, no. And plus, there's always stuff. There's always a place for me to stash your shit. I just think that is a bit of, I don't know. I don't want to disrespect anyone's boundaries, but like. Like, when do you, all right, so like. I need to know we, we're at that point where, like. So it's not, like, so it's, it's not, like, an amount of time. It's just a feeling of comfortability. Like a, a comfortability, comfortability, and it has to be time frame as well. Because I think it took me. I would say it took me maybe five months to leave certain things at this redacted's place because at one point I didn't want to keep I didn't want to keep packing the same stuff because it would kind of get like it would take up space like for me to pack like lotion deodorant um and stuff like that or like stuff to like lounge around his place in. That's my packing space when I could use that space to pack some like lashes, mascara, foundation, etc. What the case may be, I could pack an extra pair of shoes, whatever the case may be. So like the reason why I would leave it is just like when I do leave, it, I'll be like, look, I left a certain bag in a certain area or whatever, like just giving you a heads up. I'm not just going to start leaving stuff to leave stuff because a nigga's going to hurt my feelings. And yeah. And plus, you know, guys, when you leave stuff at a man's house. And you really feel like you might be through with him, like at least 97% through with him, and you come over his place, that's how I get my fuck. That's how I get closure dick. Because I'm gonna have to end up picking my shit up because you got me fucked up. But so I'm gonna closure. pick some dick up on the way too. So here we go. Closure don't really exist. It's just dick. Closure. Like that's all it is. But that's how niggas do it too. Like, damn, you left your bobby pin here. You know that you can you can spend fucking $15. On a 100 pack of bobby pins on fucking Amazon, but you gonna tell me I have my bobby pin at your house? Give me a break. Give me a break. Close your dick and close your pussy is a thing. You really gonna replay that? 
Close your dick is where it's at. Some of the best dick you gonna get is from a nigga that thinks that you not gonna come back. But if he put that fire on you, maybe he might throw a little thumb in your butt or whatever the case may be. You be really thinking like, you know what, girl? Maybe we should just go back and leave a bottle of lotion just Ooh, in that case. That explains why none of mine came back. <laughs> have you given closure dick before? It was like, I got closure. I don't want it no more. <laughs> but how? <laughs> it's just like, I want to talk to Nay about this. Because I feel like. No, I kind of feel Do like- you doubt? You be down. I. I can't tell if it's a joke or if you really be downplaying yourself or is it a combination of two? I'm worried. Nobody knows. I'm in somebody's top three. You're in someone... I'm in somebody's top three. They remain anonymous. I'm in someone's top three too. And I said, I was just like, you know what? I'm not even surprised, my nigga, because, you know... I was kind of like, wow, like me? We got to get you out more because... Honestly, when someone put me in their top three, I was just like, I mean, I get it. You see the material... You know, no, I'll be joking. Maybe head be heading, pussy be pussing, pussying, ass be assing. That was the time. I have my, I have now. I'm just lazy. I just, I gotta ride dick on feet for like a special occasion. Before you tell, before you tell your Achilles tendon. What? Do y'all know how taxing it is? Okay, so I want I want you to be up here for like five seconds. I want y'all to be like I want you to be at a gym and do pulse squats. And when I talk about pulse squats, I want you to do pulse squats like mad low, like here low. So when you're like up like this, this is very taxing on the knees, okay? And it hurts after a while. And now I gotta focus on the pain, the inflammation behind Which I do like once my... every three months. So. What? When's the last time I bounced on some feet? Women riding dick is a myth. Hmm? So women riding dick is a myth. Riding dick is dope. It is, but I really gotta be like in the mood for it. Like there was this one time I was messing with this one guy who wanted me to ride dick all the time. Like all the time wanted me to ride dick. All the time wanted me to suck dick. But like when it was time for him to kind of like, you know, put in some work. Or when I had asked him if he could lick my coochie just a little bit, he talking about, damn, I just don't eat every bitch's coochie. Well, Wait, did you like, can you, can you just lick it a little bit? So I was drunk one night, right? I will go and I had. <laughs> <laughs> I was drunk one night and I had messaged him and I was just like. I think I had texted him. I was like, yo, you should eat it a little bit. And he hit me with the LOL. Yo, that used to be my go-to move. Like, yeah. So I was with a young boy. I was like, you know, if you eat a little bit of coochie, like she going through the box. It worked like, I would say like seven times out of ten. The first time I had a guy eat my vagina out, like he like, he ate it. Like he ate it. He ate it. He bit it? Yo. I was just like, and I had asked my friend. I was like, girl, is this what I was supposed to feel like? Because I felt mad teeth. And like, she was just no. like, no, baby girl. <laughs> like, you might want to ice that. You might want to, you know, maybe take some Advil to decrease inflammation. And he was like, Joe. He's like, all right. And then, like, when then my first time having shower sex, I want y'all to know. Shower has, sex is so overrated. It's so overrated. I want y'all to know. If y'all, and this is, I learned this at, what, 19? 19? I'm going to say 18. Between 18 and 19, I learned that very semi-young age whatever we was all fucking in college but like when i first had shower sex i guess he had used the water as lube right 
And I'm not gonna let me tell y'all, like my left lip was swollen. Like it was just hanging, like it was inflamed. So the background noise is my dog stammering. I love how real our podcast is. That's how that's how men be when you show up at the door with that coochie on delivery. Where the pussy at? Oh, 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 and I was just like, you know what, going to make just my last chance and everything's going to be okay. And then one time, and I was going to find so I was like, yeah. Hold on. I'm about to get Mama Carter. Mama! Come here real quick. Hi, let's have you, like, co-host or guest host on our podcast. Special guest, episode. once again, Mama Carter. Special guest, Mama Carter, a.k.a. But it's one quick question. It's like five seconds. Okay, so... When did you first start leaving stuff at your husband's place when you guys first started, like, dating or talking or whatever? Like, what was the time frame? Like, how long did it take you for you to leave a little bit of here, a little bit there? That was probably, like, almost a year. It took you a year? Yeah, I really don't like people. Yeah, so it was probably, like, a good while before, yes, I left my stuff. A year? Yeah, it's probably a year. No toothbrush. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, ain't nobody gonna know I'm with you. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a while. Yeah. It was Before a year? It was like, yeah, because when you start to leave stuff place, it's kind of like, you know, well, like this is like second home or you start to have like a more like homey kind of like, you know. You it took you a year for you to be, for you to be a little comfortable around in. him to... Feel that Not way? really around him, but just to feel like, okay, you know, like, uh, it's shared space. Not like you're visiting. Like, did I he give you a drawer or did you, like, start putting stuff, like, maybe, like, in a closet or something? He didn't really give me anything, but it was just like, you know, I took my stuff and, like, you know, when I left, I took it with me. So it was a while, like, yeah, before I just felt like, okay, you know, I'll leave this here, and you know. Because it's like almost like it's not because you know you don't live here permanently, but it's more of a like you know, this is a shared space, or you know, you're home away from home or second home. So, yeah, it was, yeah, not like to be comfortable, but just to be like, like, you a, know, like a little okay. vacation kind of spot or whatever the yeah, case may be. But I mean, if you're together, just to be like, okay, you know, like, I see this, you know, like especially if you see like that as you know, long term, to be like, oh, you know, okay. I see this is that kind of thing, so you know, I guess I'll leave my you know, I feel a year. I told you. That's my mom don't like people. She loves my dad. Yeah. I'm glad you're here. So she liked them enough. And then loved them enough. (laughs) And then you came about. And then Brandon. And then Brandon. Different strokes for different folks. I don't like to like leave stuff because I don't want a man to be like like, let's say I left something at his house. He'd be like, oh, this is my sister's. Or, like, 
damn, she's probably like playing around in my no, room or that's something. True. That's true. That you just like assume that you could just leave. Like, oh, you're assuming, you know, that it's just. Probably just for YouTube channel. Got oh, closer that you yeah. you you assume that you're on that level, mm-hmm. you know, before you are really like when you start to leave, and also you're assuming. I guess if you haven't had a discussion about it, you're also assuming that you're exclusive. So, you know, if you haven't discussed, you know, because people might be together for five, six months. I mean, you feel like it, but like... It may not be the same it, on his end. Yeah, no, it might not be the same. Let me just like drop this here. <laughs> here. You know, because you're just going by like what it appears to be. You know, so it's fine if I'm leaving, like, my scarf here or my hair, you know what I mean, my stuff. I'll just leave my deodorant and this, you know, or whatever, clothing or something like that. Yeah, so, um, but, you know, it's going to be different for, um, you know, different strokes for different folks. So, depending on how you feel comfortable. But I like to feel, you know, I, just for me, just that I, okay, if I'm going to leave my stuff that, you know, I feel like, you know, or I know, you know, and I feel like on both parts that we, you know, we've had a discussion, not about me leaving it, but like about whether, you know, what we are um, in terms as a couple, but two, that I feel like, okay, um, this feels like permanent, might not be permanent, but felt like it, you know, so, you know, it can be like my home away from home or second home, or I can feel like it's a shared space, like I'm not visiting, you know what I mean, so. Okay, okay. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. We're going to have... Oh, Carter, please. We're going to have Redacted May. How you going to say Redacted and show her name? Hold up, because you had already said that she's no longer Redacted. Oh, she's not. Everybody everybody knows what it is. Okay. May, girl. I don't like yelling. She's inside. Oh, I thought she was outside. When I tell you, like, you know what? this is crazy because you don't like a lot of people. I know, but she's been like, yeah. So, and then that makes a difference too because it's just like, you know, okay, even if it's not okay with him, you can leave. Oh, I like this no, because he's always not, said that you've kind of always you're you're very apprehensive when it comes to certain. I am. I, yeah, I am. So I said, like, when I tell you, like, me and my mom are the same person, really me and my mom don't, don't like a lot of people. Ball. We have our select few people that we like. Yeah. <laughs> Just going to ask you a little quick little question or whatever, whatever. So we're talking about leaving stuff at your significant other's place. And I'm talking about this is before you and Mr. Hustle Hata Kata got together. How long, when you guys were in, like, the beginning of your dating phase, how long did it take for you to leave stuff at his place? Um, like a month. When are you saying stuff? What do you mean by stuff? I mean, like, it could be, well, okay, so what was the first thing that you left at his place? Uh, the toothbrush and my flip-flops. Did you leave the toothbrush in the bathroom, or was it, like, somewhere else, like, concealed where you can grab it and just brush your teeth and go? It was in the bathroom, but... There, there were multiple toothbrushes in that bathroom. It's just because more people use that bathroom. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a, a common bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I knew if I left my toothbrush, it wasn't going to look like uh, she's trying to leave her toothbrush. Like, <laughs> I don't think anybody even probably noticed that I had left my toothbrush. But I left my sandals. When did I leave my sandals, baby? You remember? 
I don't remember. I, didn't, I remember using like the trash <laughs> It was probably like a month. Was or it so. It was a month of me like being here every weekend. Did y'all have that conversation like a month after you were here every weekend? Like, no, we didn't have that conversation until it came up where I was like, all right, I gotta go home and get more stuff. He's like, well, you can have stuff here, and I was like, well, make room for me in your closet if you want me to be here. Like, I don't have anywhere to put my stuff. I'm not just about to leave That's my stuff anywhere. Work. So he made space for me. In the closet, I would say. Nigga, what? Like three what did months. You, what did you sacrifice? Your closet space. Please. Yes, put the mic in his face. What space did you sacrifice? To answer Mimi's question, like three months when I brought like clothes, clothes. And I still go home to wash my clothes. I don't wash my clothes here. But, yeah. Went through. I had to sacrifice a lot. You're such a Lies. man. Lies. God. So many hangers and so many... I just don't leave stuff at people's place because, like, I haven't really, I, I haven't had that many adult relationships where I leave stuff at this place, at someone's place. This but might like, be, like, my second, it's probably like my second adult relationship. This, this, this redacted, yes. And then there was, yes, I left stuff in this closet, but it was, like, the other closet where I would sleep on my side. So, what I did was, one day, I had bought, so, Nivea lotion was on sale, like, Buy one, get one free. I was like, bet, bitch. You know what's crazy? After making laundry bed, she went on to make her own lotion. I had lotion. This is what I had. I had lotion. I had the Dove spray deodorant. I had body oil because, you know, a bitch likes to be real, real, real motherfucking moisturized. Just, I heard what you said. You're annoying. That's why I'm trying to get past it. <laughs> so, I left. It was in a yellow bag. I left. A pair of shorts and maybe a shirt and two underwear just in case I like forget to pack drawers and I always pack drawers, but like and just in case I forget, I'm like, all right, I know I have like one or two pairs of drawers at his house. But I didn't put it out in the open. I didn't go in his fucking boxer drawer. You guys have a, a drawer for boxes? Mm-hmm. Or like like boxer briefs or whatever. I, say, I didn't I just say, let me put my drawers in there because, you know, where most women look, like, let's say you take a shower or whatever, where most women look, they go through your drawers if they really want to be nosy. So, I didn't want to do that. So, I decided to put my shit in the closet, tuck it in the back, call it a motherfucking day. I don't feel like it's the same thing for men, too. So, I kind of feel as though, like, I leave enough shit there. I don't leave, like, the good shit there. I leave the stuff there, like, if I'm going to lounge around or whatever. Because if a nigga got me fucked up, and I'm talking about fucked up to the point where I don't want no closure dick, I don't even want to know how it feel like at the back of my throat or whatever the case may be, I'm going to tell you, yo, tell, take my shit. You can give it to Carter, and I can pick it up from him, or you can throw it the fuck away. And that's that. Cause yeah, I feel like I think I've only left stuff over. Well, that's because me and that redacted, like we were like pretty much like living together, like in and out, like each other's houses. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like I've only left stuff at one per, maybe two. It's like two people's houses. Like other than that, but I feel like it's different for men because we're kind of um. It's your space. Not just to be in our space, but I kind of feel like... If y'all suppose, 
you you need to justify why that is in your space because women do look if you are dating multiple people at the same time and you take a shower and old girl is in your bedroom just waiting you think women (laughs) there's always this meme it's funny when he tells you get comfortable and you sit at the edge of the bed looking mad awkward or whatever so women don't be sitting there you take a shower women not all but most Look around to see, okay, he a clean nigga. Maybe not so clean. Okay, he got this. Okay, so he got drawers here. It could be someone else's drawers, whatever the case may be. So women do look around, and when they find shit, depending on where y'all are at, they're going to address it. If you guys had just started dating, I don't feel like they really have the means to address it, but if you guys have come to a point of exclusivity, where I think the only shit that's ever got me caught up is just like it may have been somebody I was talking to prior. It might be like an article of clothing that like just got overlooked that was still there. And like you may be doing laundry and then Shuri's like, Well, whose is this? And I'm like I don't know, like somebody like before you, like I don't know, like I don't know it was who's like stuff. Like it could be like somebody else's like I feel like it's the only thing is the main like that'll get you caught up like caught up sometimes, like if you are like being like on like in the up and up. It's like you had like prior port, like prior people before you. So like if they come and remove their stuff, everything not be not be not might uh, everything might might not be taken out. So I've ran across situations where like it may have been somebody like, I hadn't talked to in months. Might be like a pair of tights or like a t shirt that you kind of forgot about. Because I'm not yeah, because like I'm not looking for it. So like I may be going through like my hamper, like I may be doing my laundry. I'm like oh like whatever. Like I'm not going to hide it, but like. I've had that happen to where, like, it's been somebody I haven't talked to for months. And, like, whose is this? And I'm just like, I used to talk to this person. They probably left it when they went to go get their stuff. Doesn't mean I'm still talking to this person. It's just something that was left over, like, while, like, all this happened. But um, I think speaking for a man, I don't think I've ever left anybody over. Like, I don't think I left stuff, like, ever left stuff over a woman's house. And I don't know if that's because, like, I haven't been like a broke boy in my <laughs> adult phase in life as to where she's like, yo, I'm homeless. So, you know, I got to leave shit over here. You know, I got to leave my t-shirts. I need some place to go. You got to go stuff. to work. I could drop you off and take your car and, you know, pick you up when you get off. No, at least when I cheated, it was in my own car. Oh, that's so considerate of you. Nigga, you're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you are, you are terrible. I mean, rephrase that. You no, are I, not terrible now. I had the common decency to cheat in my own car. Of you. I don't like where this is going, by the way, but okay. And yeah, so again, guys, if y'all have any questions, I'm probably gonna ask this on weekends with me or whatever the case may be, or even during the week on our podcast page. But like, let us know, like, how long did it take you to start leaving stuff at either your significant other's house, which is completely different. If it's your significant other, I believe it's different, but I'm talking about someone that but you've been you, dating so, and so. giving raw kushi to, because that makes a difference. If okay. I'm letting you hit it, you know what? So I'm raising my hand. Yes, sir. So does, does this dichotomy only exist for women and not men? A nigga who leaves stuff in my house. That's fine. Oh, niggas leave stuff at y'all. So I said a nigga could leave. I said no, 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 no. Yo, run it. You know what? Whoever listened to this, run this motherfucker back. I said a nigga. No, 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 no. Don't do that to me. Like, come on, Carter. Carter, Carter. No, 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 Carter. We've been cool for a minute now. Don't do that. I said a nigga could leave stuff in my house. That's fine. Who extra small pull t-shirts? 
You know what's crazy? I don't even want to say it because a nigga no, I don't even want to say it. No, it's not that a nigga's extra small, but like I'm 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 a little busty up top, right? So like she's not gonna look. Look, look. I'm she's, not she's gonna like to bring in her titties. I she's wasn't like, dating. No, hold up. Busty up top. I wasn't dating. I wasn't dating niggas that were wearing. That's actually I used to, but like I wasn't dating. You know what? Let me exactly. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I wasn't dating people who were like, okay, women. You know, like if you're like five three or five four or five five, and you're dating someone who's significantly larger and taller than you, if you wear his shirt or his hoodie, it looks like an oversized like dress or whatever the case may be. I wasn't dating niggas like that. Like if I was dating niggas taller than me, he kind of may be a little bit skinnier or whatever. So if he wore a medium in shirts and I wear it because I have a little bit of a busty top, it's one fit just motherfucking fine nobody's really gonna tell the difference so yeah i just don't i just look we need to have that conversation where you just be like hey you can leave stuff here if you want or whatever i'll leave stuff there and i'm talking about like when i say leave stuff i'm saying like i don't need to pack a change of clothes i could leave sneakers there like you know if we really comfortable i could leave a mannequin head there and put my head on like i don't have to worry about putting my fucking wig on a doorknob or whatever the case may be but i've never been comfortable with a man like that like to the point to this day because i just started doing wigs not too long ago i will have this shit glue the fuck down before i come over and when i sleep you be like oh her hair looks so majestic in the morning yes because i wrap this shit at night i was gonna say before may put her mannequin head on my uh desk she just had that shit hanging uh from the bedpost and may is a motherfucking real one because she lets you know off the rip and me i'm just not as real as may no man that's my motherfucking nigga like what do you mean that's your nigga i love it I be happy to see you happy you shit. You know what I'm saying? You know what it's really real about my fucking heart and shit. But yeah. But yes, guys, like hit us up on Find Malt Liquor Podcast on Instagram or or Malt Pod. Oh, or Malt Podcast or Malt Podcast on Twitter and let all us trio. know. Like, what? I said all tree, yo. Uh, can you not say that? Because now the other three people who also listen are feeling a little offended. Wait, really? So, yes. So all six of y'all. <laughs> Just let us I know. listen every week. <laughs> so let us know how y'all feel. Like, you know, how long does it take for you to leave someone at the man's house? Yeah, like, like if y'all niggas actually y'all support us, like, yeah, if y'all niggas actually support us, like, please interact with the page, interact with the, the Twitter page. Oh my God, guys, if we hit 100 page. followers, we're giving away. One dollar. I was gonna say a hundred bucks, but like, not gonna lie, to my birthday coming say, up. I was gonna <laughs> say he's gonna show you titties. <laughs> my titties worth a hundred followers. You see this fucking shrek, my nigga? It should be sitting. Nah, you know if we hit a hundred thousand followers, nah, I wouldn't do that. Nah. No, we, no. Put it like Jesus. if we hit a hundred followers, we give away a hundred dollars, like to whoever's listening. I feel like we're at ninety nine followers. I'm not gonna lie to you. Hold up, let me look at the page real quick. Wait, how many followers are you? I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, they went 99 followers. I even say, hey, guys, if we hit 150 followers, we're going to send y'all like $150 because Carter bugging right now talking about, oh, you could easily ask me like, hey, girl, you want to like follow this page really quick for me and you get $100? Nah, not in this motherfucking ep- epidemic, pandemic, all types of demic. But like, yeah, if we hit like 150 followers, 
we'll give y'all a little treat so yeah um we're gonna tune in we're gonna get into i'm sorry i've been drinking um epsilon whatever with That's margarine mix nigga, like, nigga i said i knew the fuck i said but like um we're gonna tune into our shameless plug and my shameless plug is my haitian jersey native boo joella and you can follow her on instagram and twitter her handle is joella's world she's an r&b artist and an art she's an r&b artist and a songwriter um you can hear her on vh1 bravo mtv lifetime excuse me she's also featured on songs we love on npr um she also has her own website called joellasworld.com where she features like any of her mu- new music, old music, whatever the case may be. I've been a fan of her for a very fucking long time. Ever since she came out with On It, which was my motherfucking shit. And I believe she came out with that song back in 2017. Um, when she came out with Break the Rules, I believe was last year in 2019. That was also my shit. And my girl is coming out with a new single called Pick It Up. And apparently, allegedly, and I better be the first person who hears it, Joella, but, like, it comes out on May 25th. Um, just to just run down a couple of the places that she's performed. She's performed at the SOBs in New York City. She's performed at the House of Blues in Hollywood. And she's also performed at the Forum in Inglewood. And that's just to name a few. Um, if you want to... Wow, lost my train of thought for a second. But, like, if you want to support her, she does have merch. She has hoodies and sweatshirts and T-shirts. You can um, hit up joellasworld.com. She also has a link tree, which features mainly most of the shit that she does do. And that's link tree, which is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash joellasworld. And y'all know I am a fan of supporting not only a bad bitch, but that bad Haitian bitch and a bad Haitian talented bitch out of fucking Jersey. And she now resides in LA. So yes, girl, my shameless plug is to you. So what? No. And Carter, your shameless plug? Um, I really hope none of the mics pick that up. But like, yes, Carter, what's your who's your, who? Yes, Carter. Just <laughs> <laughs> who's your shameless plug, Carter? My shameless plug is uh, comedy style. That was comedy style. Uh, my shameless plug is uh, my man Percy. Mm-hmm. We had him before, but he's actually dropping his next project this Tuesday. It's called Amethyst. I've heard some of it. Sounds really good. That nigga still didn't freestyle for us when we asked him to. Didn't forget, nigga. I'm still waiting for a diss track. Still waiting for everything. Whenever you want to take shots, nigga, I'm right here. But, okay, um, yes, take shots at Carter because just if you want, if you want to shout me on the freestyle, just talk about how fat my butt is or whatever. Like it's crazy when you got to carry a big butt and a big head, but like, but just, just make sure you throw you that. You don't in carry there. a big butt. Thank you, but, thank you, sir, sir. Thank you for like throwing that in there. Don't listen to fucking Carter. But no, he's awesome at doing. Uh, he's awesome. Like so, like the tracks that I've heard, like you guys, like won't be disappointed. Um, it's very dope. And also, 
my second shameless plugs because you know you can never stop. You doing black a double excellence. shameless plug? Yeah, Damn, I should have told me. I could have. You never stop black excellence at one person. Like, how dare I stop black excellence at one person? It's crazy um, that you would even think that you could stop black excellence by just having one person. I don't know. I just feel like when you keep saying that, you're like kind of shading me because now I feel obliged to do a second shameless plug, but I wasn't prepared for this. No, so I'm just fucking with you. Of course you are, nigga. But no, yeah, my second, second one is. One. <laughs> My second one is uh, his name is Saeed. Um, he has a clothing line called All Cap Studio. Um, t-shirts, jeans. It was actually just featuring GQ. This is huge for black creators because he was featured in a predominantly black magazine. So please support our man. Say fucking less. And actually becoming high fashion couture because Say, well, this is, is actually high fashion. Is that the price is high fashion? Here's my thing. Virgil is literally just writing Virgil. Virgil <laughs> could go to hell. Okay, I'm so sorry. Like I'm, I'm all for black excellence. Oh my god, so we're doing a great job. But like Virgil, no. So here's no. my struggle with Virgil, because like Virgil is doing what white people do, the bare minimum, and getting the most. So this is why, like, I find myself in the word dichotomy with Virgil. Because it's kind of like, yo, like, you're doing, like, the least amount you can do, but I can't be mad at it because white people do the least amount that they can do, and they succeed for it. So, like, that's where I struggle with I'm mad. It's fine. Oh, okay. Hold up. I'm on this website right now. Damn. It's just fire, ain't it? His smokehouse is sold out. Damn. The Peace Cup is sold out, too. That kind of look a little bit dope. But I do... Like this, the path is a spiritual T-shirt. That's kind of dope. I do like that. Ooh, I like this one too. The hand of a friend T-shirt, the chocolate brown one. That actually might go well with the new sneakers I just got. Okay, all cap studio, whatever. I see y'all, and I'm also here to support black businesses. I'd rather go broke, going like supporting black businesses before I go out and supporting. And all right business. Dr. Umar will be proud. So, yes, shout outs to Carter Shameless Plugs as well as mine. And that wraps up this week's long episode of the Fine Malt Liquor Podcast. And we will check in with y'all next week. Was that long? Is it like an hour? Like a 20 minutes? Um, that's like two hours. I don't know if niggas got two hours on their day to listen to this, but this is two hours. Oh shit, 60 plus 60 is almost 120. 60 plus 60 is 120. So if we're at 113, that's minus seven. That's basically two hours. We're two hours from now. Niggas will be listening like, damn, nigga, I have to listen to this two hours. Yes, and we appreciate all six of y'all. But I don't, Thank you. I don't feel like niggas like know like, so honestly, if I could spend a minute to tell you like how much of the information that we condense... Jackson and Sherman. Okay. Come here. Car is being a dog dad, guys, by the way. Come here. When it's when it's quiet, when we record. Jackson and Sherman, come here. It's because I don't have no pets at my house. And because exactly. the dogs don't be over now. I'm kidding. I'm no, I'm saying, you, see how, you see how quick that shit shut down? They don't like you. That's why. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> but... Yeah, so, but shout out to all y'all who really do tune in for a second, for a minute. If you tune in for your shameless plug, be like, okay, bitch, look at you shouting us out, whatever. We still appreciate really you, nonetheless. But like all like jokes aside, like I really do want to like take this time out to everybody who does listen. It doesn't matter if you listen for a second. It doesn't matter if you listen for two seconds or three. Um, if you retweet it, even if you speak word of mouth, 
we legitimately just appreciate anybody who takes time out of their day to support. It doesn't matter how you support us. It doesn't matter where you support us. It doesn't matter to me or Mimi for that matter. Like where you do it at. We're just like very We're appreciative. We're we're just starting out. So for us to even have the number of listeners that we do have, we appreciate every single one of y'all from the bottom of our blessed. heart. Exactly. We feel blessed to have we just feel blessed to have any of you guys listen to us. Any of a platform for us to even yes. speak against any social injustice issues or just to lighten up the mood and speak about something just to take our mind off of what the fuck is going on in our country around our people like we appreciate y'all y'all all y'all from the bottom of our hearts and yeah it's not a joke it's not cap it's not performative actions it's just we legit people who um there's a billion things you can do during the course of the day and the fact that you find time to actually click and listen and sit with us, it means a lot to us. As somebody who is a creative, as somebody that's like very sensitive about what they do, when I see those numbers, even though it may not be... Much to like a regular person who's podcasted and done this for a while, it means a lot to us. And I see those numbers and that shit, like it hits me in my heart and it makes me happy. Like it, it doesn't matter how small the community is. It's the fact that we have a community. It's the fact that we're having discussions. It's the fact that you guys think enough of us to actually sit. And even if you listen in doses, even if just the play, you think that much of us that you know it would mean that much to us for you to do it. And I know I say it weekly. I know we tweet it weekly. I know we say it weekly. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't change the feeling behind what we say every week. It doesn't change it at all. Oh, it doesn't. And I, we will, we said this last week, but, like, if you guys ever need someone to talk to, like, yeah, I said I've had a rough week, but, like, a lot of y'all can relate to us having our up and down moments. So if there's ever a time you want to talk, you know, you can hit up Carter at, at Eddie McWash. That's E-D-D-Y-M-C-W-A-S-H-E-D. And that's at, everyone That's she- Twitter. That's Instagram. It's not even, even at your lowest. If you have a high moment and sometimes you kind of feel alone and, there's not really someone to rejoice in it with you. We're here for you. So that's not only Carter. That's me. You can hit me up on Twitter, Scanless Mimi, or Instagram at Scanless Mimi. And that's And just we don't that. mean it. It's not cat. It doesn't mean like it. It's not cat. This isn't. Uh, we're here for the people, guys. Right. It's, not, it's not an advertisement. And it's not just to be like, oh, my God, we're here to just no, like, it's the literally people. Just like, it, it's literally me like, I will sit here. And I will talk to you the whole entire day if I need to. I'm not gonna lie, this nigga be talking. It's not to shade you for talking about it. No, but, but like, just like he's really here. Like even like over the past couple of years, like at my lowest points where I feel like I didn't have someone to talk to. And I'm telling you, like this is Carter, and this is not someone that has been around me from for a long time. Like we've only known each other for I would say about two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. For me to even to be able to relate to someone on that kind of level, for someone to kind of like listen to me, understand where I'm coming from, this is how like connections are made. And this is exactly why me and Carter are so close and we've decided to come up and do this podcast together. We've been holding on strong for 14 episodes. Because I've, <clears throat> I've been in those situations. I was in an inpatient facility. One episode, I'll touch on it like more. We're going like, to have a mental health episode. We did discuss that all the way in the beginning. Oh, we did? Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't remember. But just in case the people that listen to it, like, I've been there before. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
I'm willing to sit with you and talk to you through whatever. Like, I don't care. You can reach. You can, you can DM me. You can talk to me. I'm willing to make time for you because your life is important. And I remember feeling like my life wasn't worth a fuck. It wasn't worth anything. And as somebody went through that, your life is worth a lot. And I don't care how long I have to sit with you to prove that to you. I don't care how long we have to sit and talk. We can sit and talk. If I'm your only friend, fuck it. I'm your only friend. What are we doing today? What are we talking about? We're reviewing anime. We're reviewing whatever. Like, what are we doing? Like, I want you here. You may feel like nobody else wants you here, but like, I want you here. I want you here. I want you breathing as somebody that didn't want to breathe and somebody who planned on not breathing anymore. And as somebody that just would just imagine his own death and the peace that it may bring. I don't want anybody to be that comfortable like with that. And I want to be here for you as somebody that visualized all that. Even my last car accident, I didn't share that. But like I had an option. Somebody asked me to call somebody to help me or just not and I paused for a second and I was kind of just like I don't know if I want you to call somebody because like I'm ready to go um that's just to show you like I still go through those things like I was presented with that option and I struggled with asking for help because I was kind of just like huh like yeah like you know like no, like, don't, like, and I struggle with that. But, um, but I'm glad you're still here, and you know I'm always here if you need someone to talk to. No, for sure, but, like, it's just, I wouldn't let You're, people. like, trying to extend that hand to everyone else who's kind of been in that situation. Exactly, everybody's been there. Like, I just want to let you know, like, I've been through it. I still go through it. I struggle with it, but I'm never too busy to help you realize, like, you deserve to be here. I'm, new, I'm never too busy to hold your hand. I'm never too busy to walk you through anything. So, we're here for you. It's the Fine Malt Liquor Podcast family, and we thank you for tuning we in. We thank you. And we say we're a family. It's not just. It's not, not cat. Joke. It's not cat. Like, we're a family. So, we will catch y'all next week. You guys have a great week. Love you guys, and thank everybody who listens and tunes in. Like, when we say you love you, that's just not happy either. Just everybody that believes in us and support us, like, that's, like, a sincere thing. So. Okay. Bye, guys.